0: Hello and welcome to this, the last episode of the gargantuan TV series that has been Jessica Jones Season 2. Huzzah indeed. This is now Easter 2021. Before we get this episode (laughs) up. (laughs) A.K.A. Playland. Uh, Tonight joining me is the ever-present Tony. Alright, my dears! And the ever-recording, Paul. (laughs) Who are? And the ever-absent, Josh. Calm down, calm down. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. So, we have reached the climax, the crescendo, the... um... Ooh, matron. Ooh, matron. Jessica attempts to assist... Alisa, but eventually decides to work with her. They drive, listen to this, they drive to the Mexican-US border saving a family caught in a traffic accident on the way which was pretty weak for me. Uh, Jessica meets with uh, Arocco to arrange new papers so they can cres- cross the border, but he is followed by the police. Jessica and Alisa then drive towards the Canadian US border. <laughs> Where you filling up, there, love? But are confronted by police roadblocks. They then go to the, a nearby amusement park, a playland, where Elisa decides to wait until the police arrive. Trish sees a news report on the traffic uh, uh, about the traffic accident and talks to Costa about the roadblocks, remembering that the Jones family had visited Playland before the accident, Trish goes there and kills Elisa. Ouch. Jessica takes the blame but does not forgive Trish. Trish later discovers that her reflexes appear to be heightened. Mm. Ducassi gives a blackmail gives the blackmail material he found to Hogarth, allowing her to leave the law firm with enough money to start her own. Cassie then begins working for Hogarth as part of Cheng's agency Jessica embraces some aspects of normal life with a ruck-o. so how mm. do we feel about this climax to this season
1: <laughs> there's
0: it, a lot of setup for series 3 isn't there I think
1: yep yeah, that's exactly where I was going the whole, the whole Trish storyline um, at the end is is very much the setup for for next year.
0: Mm. So is Trish a villain, or is Trish a hero?
1: She's a hero. She, is she? Yep, she becomes a character called Wildcat. Ooh.
0: Mm-hmm. Is she a costume character, or is she... she just Trish walking around the street?
1: No, she's costumed.
0: So people don't know it's Trish? Yeah. Oh, I love it
1: in a I jumpsuit
0: i definitely love that because she <laughs> is stunning absolutely beautiful <laughs> what did you think about the killing of his sister eh, eh mother sorry you know that why? i didn't think it would be trish that did it i must admit i didn't expect that um, but i think you had to kill her off i think it, there wasn't anywhere else else could go with the story, really. I don't think she was never going to take it, get her rage under control, was she? No, no. no. What, what do you think, Paul? Uh, yeah, the
1: the thing that I was going to bring up is that that uh, an amusement park is always a a great way to have a battle. Um, yeah, they I mean, do like them in Marvel, don't they? And, and they <laughs> like they like it in in other things as well like you bring up zombie land that's,
0: yeah, that's
1: where zombie land ends uh, is in a everybody else
0: crop 3 <laughs>
1: yep and it's in fact it's been used in um cloak and dagger as well um oh. they used is uh, it an the aban-
0: amusement park no
1: it's not it's it's actually an abandoned six flags in new orleans oh. that they've used in cloak and dagger um when they had the the floods um it destroyed the the rides um so they couldn't reopen um the only one that was that survived has now been moved to another one and it was actually weirdly a batman ride that survived oh. um that's now been moved to another one of six flags parks but yeah it, it's very much uh, a happy hunting ground for for films and tv to to set their their climaxes in a in a theme park
0: i didn't want this episode to end and ultimately I didn't want this. I was devastated on my Netflix feed when it took me to my next TV show to watch. <laughs> I was, I was literally not happy because this, the end, the climax of this series left me wanting so much more for a series that promised so little at the start to end the way it did was a, a triumph.
1: Yeah, it, it really so, did battle back, didn't it?
0: Yeah, I'm gushing mm. about it. This, this is potentially my favourite series of Marvel. Um, I think Punisher still edges it out, um, but it was right up there. It's very close to Punisher, very, very close indeed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I would still say that I think this first season was better. In general, mm. I think on average it was a better, better paced. Despite the fact that it had that usual dip in the middle. Um, yeah. Whereas season two didn't really get started until it got to the middle.
0: Yeah, um, the, the dip was at the start on season yeah. two. And Kilgrave is still my all time favourite villain. This, I think, Series one it went out with a bit of a, a wet fart in, like, just sort of snapping his neck and everyone just sort of got on with it type of thing. But this it's just oh, it's just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. The only disappointment is, as I said, is that there was no real reference to what's gone on before and to the other characters who she's now potentially probably friends with. You know... She could have phoned any of them up at any point and got them to help her. But she never. Mm -hmm. And that's what burns my head out a little bit. If I was in the shit, uh, I would would definitely phone, you know, Mr. Washington up or Tony up or, you know, for help. I wouldn't battle through. I suppose the the issue they've got is the show then loses a bit of its identity, doesn't it? I guess. Mm. It's Mm. supposed to be Jessica Jones. It's not Defenders 1.5 Yeah but the DC TV stuff has made it work In respect that they always give One episode or two episodes A series over to A massive crossover And you have to sort of watch All the series to get the best Of the crossover Maybe it's a bit hard to do on the Netflix stuff Because they're only shooting a series at a time mm. um, So it's probably done yeah. a, a little bit differently but it could still work. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. You, there's, there's room for it.
0: Well, they all live in the same bloody postcode, almost.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's very much true. Um, though you can say one of them is completely ruled out at this point. Um, well,
0: he's getting rebuilt somewhere in another yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He's going to be amazing when he comes back.
1: Uh, and uh, they obviously leave the other two quite quite open at that point. Um Luke is still fairly reluctant um, to be this yeah. this hero at this point. And
0: at this point he is, yeah, yeah. That's and,
1: all and, and Danny is is obviously still learning about what he is. So I can kind Danny of understand LaRue. Danny LaRue. Um
0: <laughs> Very much, Daniel. Very well, I have to say, because he was one emo little bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so you can kind of understand, there's reasonings why she wouldn't go running to them because they're kind of, kind of not in a in a place to be able to help. Um. But I think that that'll probably change over the over the next six to. Six months to a year. I think we'll probably see more of these these team ups come along, and it's the same way they've done with the films. For a while, it were just like solo films, and then more recently they started adding like a, a main cast member as a as a side side character. Starting with kind of Homecoming, they did it with with Stark being alongside Spidey, and then they did it with with Thor adding Hulk in. Um, I'm guessing that'll probably be the way they go with with the Netflix shows as well.
0: Oh, I hope so. I really do. I don't want these characters to. There's so much more television to be made with these, and because of the way of the the, the way the TV shows are maybe getting pulled back in house or or whatever's going to happen to them, I don't want them to end because they, they've been some of the best television I've ever watched.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that stems from from not just the writing of the series, but the characters in the first place that they've they've brought in. I think they've they've picked the right set of characters because they're all all very different. Mm. Um. And it, and it's worked works. And I was really hoping that the Punisher was going to be the kickoff to another kind of set of series, but it, it seems like it's going to be a one-off series off on its own.
0: Do you think mm. the Defenders will get ever get a second series? Doesn't seem like it. No,
1: they don't seem to think that there will be another one. That was always only ever planned as a one-off. Mm-hmm. Apparently it was in the contracts that it was only a one-off.
0: So Kingpin's still there, isn't
1: he? Yes. And will be dead. back this year, I believe. Or in the oh. new season.
0: Yeah, that's the rumor, isn't it? Yeah, because he, I think he could have been a big enough villain for the defenders.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I didn't, I didn't kind of feel the need to, to introduce a new, new villain. Um, but it seems like this, this next season is going to feel more like, in terms of story, more like the film. Um, mm. that it won't just be one, one villain. Kingpin will sort of be the the overarching villain, but there'll be other other villains peppered around him. And more or less the same villains, I believe, that were in the film.
0: You need that airplane? Yes. Literally. <laughs> right, what are your scores, quick boys, because my airpods are about to die. <laughs> uh uh, eighty nine. Whoa, a drop down. I'm going to say ninety nine.
1: Uh, I'm I'm going to stick around what Tony said. I'll probably say 1991 Oh dee me. And and should we do scores for the the entire series before we go? Yeah.
0: Ninety one. Uh, eighty eight
1: yeah i i would say around the same probably eighty eighty seven 87 to maybe 90 uh, mm-hmm. somewhere around around that figure um but yeah, yeah I, it I,
0: it wasn't as overly gripping as the first series
1: no i i yeah. agree with that definitely that there was a not quite as higher quality i think I think season 1 had a stronger I think it kept strong better than this yeah. one did. This one kind of started slowly and then gradually got bigger and bigger. Mm. So,
0: yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. So, so right, I'm going to wind it up because I'm about to die on the AirPods. So, thank you for joining us for this series of Jessica Jones Season 2. It's been an absolute privilege and a blast being so happy to sit here and talk with you boys about it. Not Josh, because he's shit, but you <laughs> boys. <laughs> Thank you very much, and I'll see you on the next episode of Strike, everybody. Thanks for All listening, right. everybody. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Ooh.